Hey, uh, Hank. Yeah. What you're 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 eating? What are you? You're not eating an onion sandwich there. No, it's good though. It's, it's good. It's nice. Uh, turkey, turkey sandwich. Turkey sandwich. Well, okay. So uh, turkey, you know, because Thanksgiving is coming up. In fact, it's tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. We gotta go. We gotta eat more turkey then, because the turkey sandwich is a turkey. I I don't know what any of that means, but yeah, you're right. I guess. Uh, yes, but why? So shouldn't you wait till tomorrow? Well, but you know, you might not have had it then. You would you would have eaten it then. Wait, what do you mean? What is your turkey? That's my turkey. Yeah, you had a, you had a big uh, turkey in there, so I cooked it. That's okay. You cooked my family's Thanksgiving turkey so you could have a turkey sandwich. Well, you know, I might make more than turkey sandwich. What? <laughs> so, okay, so we don't have a turkey then for tomorrow. What am I supposed to do? We, we ordered that. We got that. It was all special. And then we're going to have turkey dinner for Thanksgiving because, you know, I cook. I do all the cooking. Yeah, you know, I wish you cooked this because you cook better than me. <laughs> well, I guess if you had just asked, you could have waited and then you could have had, see, then you could have had leftovers. You could have had turkey leftovers from my stuff. Well, there's going to be plenty of leftovers here. That I eat the whole turkey. Okay, but no, okay, well, no. Okay, all right. So now I've got to get, I've got to get a new turkey. Anything else? Did you take anything else? I had cranberries. I was going to make my cranberry sauce. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, you're going to need to go back to the store. <laughs> oh, Hank, this is my cooking day. It's Wednesday. It's the day before Thanksgiving. And this is what I do on the day before Thanksgiving is I do all my Thanksgiving cooking for, you know, the family and get everything done and cooked. And I mean, not everything, but a lot of it. And I, I prep a lot of it too. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't pre-cook the turkey. Um, but, uh, and I pre almost cook some things like the, the potatoes and stuff. The, the, um, the, I do the mashed potatoes. Oh yeah. The mashed potatoes. Yeah. And I do the yams. Oh, I did the yeah, yeah. There's a lot of starch there going on. Um, so I make the yams. I cut it all up and get it all ready. And then it's ready to go Thursday when we're ready to go. Now, the thing is, is a lot of times what we do at Thanksgiving. By the way, everybody, hello. Welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. We just start talking because Hank, you just, you know, I mean, you're just eating. I can't believe you're eating my turkey. I've got to go now. I guess Billy and I will go to the store. Hey, Billy. Billy's our intern here. He helps me out. Billy! Yes, Mr. James. What you're eating too? Well, it was very delicious and very good stuff. And the turkey, and I mean, yes, you know, yeah, yeah. I wondered where he got it all, but I didn't know that he got it from you. Yeah, well, okay. Well, you knew he got it out of my fridge. Yes, that's true. I guess I should have thought of that. Hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> All right. Okay, here's the thing. You guys think you got me here, but I knew. You were going to do this, Hank. What do you mean? I knew that turkey and those cranberries and all that stuff in the fridge was a decoy. Decoy? I thought I was eating. I didn't know I was eating the duck. No, not duck. Just because of a decoy doesn't mean it. No, it was a it was a decoy because I know you guys better than because this is usually what happens. You come in and you take my stuff. You drink my water. You do. Well, oh, by the way. Yeah, we got to make sure everybody has water. But we'll get to it. Let me just so so you were you were fooled. I'm actually ahead of you guys, and I've already got everything set aside in another spot in the James Arnold Taylor kitchen to make my family their turkey dinner and Thanksgiving with all the trimmings tomorrow. How about that? Pretty good, huh? I I beat you this time. 
Hank Zero Jat One. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, whatever. Still good. Okay, good. You didn't really because you had to buy two, and then I didn't have to pay for it, and I got it all. Yeah, okay, you're right. Fine, whatever. But that's you know, I mean, I don't, I don't really pay you to be here. Yeah, I guess I need to renegotiate my contracts. <laughs> I guess you do. I guess you do. Hey, everybody, welcome to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. It is me. It is Hank, our engineer. It is Billy, the intern, hanging out here in the Jat Studios because that's where we do the Jat Podcast. And Mr. Announcer Guy needs to come in and introduce the show because that's also what we do here on Talking to Myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Hey, Mr. Announcer Guy! Yes, James. You're eating it too, huh? Yeah, man. It's really good. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, you want to set that turkey leg down for a second and introduce the show? Mm. Yeah, man. All right, Jerry the Music Man, put down your turkey leg and cue that music. You got it, Mr. Announcer. I was good turkey. All right, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Talking to myself, the Jetcast. Today, Jad is going to talk... A bunch of stuff while we eat his turkey. Mm. All right. Now, here he is, the guy with three first names. Think about it. James Arnold Taylor. Yeah, because, you know, see, a lot of times people don't think of Taylor as a first name, but it is. Could be. Same same spelling. I have three first names. That You know who uh, came up with that? I can't take credit for that, Mr. Announcer Guy. That was uh, Mark Renfro from Star Wars Weekends. My friend Mark Renfro, he was the director of Star Wars Weekends when we did Star Wars Weekends at Disney's Hollywood Studios, which is not in Hollywood. It's actually in Orlando, Florida, but it's called Hollywood Studios, and that's where we did that for many years, five years. Seven years total, I did Star Wars Weekends. Five years, I hosted it, and that's how they would introduce me, the guy with three first names, James Arnold Taylor. The longest name in show business. That's why you call me Jat. If you're new to the show and you go, what's this Jat stuff? What does that mean? J-A-T. That's my initials. James Arnold Taylor. J-A-T. Makes Jat. And that's why it's the Jat. So we use Jat in that sense of like the Jat cast instead of podcast. It's a Jat cast. And it's a lot of fun. And there you go. Well, you know, Thanksgiving. Yeah, it is around the corner. It is tomorrow. Now, it is not tomorrow for me. I'll let you in on a little secret. I'm recording this. What day is it? It's the 12th. So we've got a, we've got a ways to go. And I'm getting excited because in two days, my family and I leave for uh, Nashville. We're going to fly into Nashville, and then we're going to go to uh, Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee. So by the time you're listening to this, that will have already happened. So there you go. I'm sure I had a great time. And I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, I will be actually cooking all the Thanksgiving stuff. That's what I do. I am the cook in the family. I, You know, I've mentioned this before, but if if I was not a, a voice actor or a performer and an entertainer, I probably would have been a chef. I love cooking. I've always had a knack for it. Since I was very young, I could, I was scrambling eggs and making omelets and making food and meals uh, at a very young age. I think around seven or eight years old is when I learned how to make an omelet and would make uh, eggs and stuff for everybody. And then from there, I would, uh, pastas, I would make lasagna, eggplant, eggplant parmesan, uh, you know, breaded eggplant stuff. And I loved doing all that stuff, spaghetti and meatballs, anything, a lot of Italian food. There's Italian in my uh, heritage on my mom's side of the family. Her father was named Arnold, and that is where James Arnold Taylor comes from. 
James, I don't know. I don't know where James comes from, actually. I don't I don't really know. Uh, there's no real thing on there, a real uh, story there. I, um, and it's not like I was named after anybody with James. Um, I think it was just a name that... Uh, that was given to me that they liked, and uh, there you go. But I was Jamie as a kid, J-A-M-E-Y. Not a lot of people spell it Jamie like that. I like that spelling. When people are my good friends, I tell them they can call me Jamie. And a lot of uh, directors in Hollywood call me Jamie. A lot of people call me Jat, but a lot of people call me Jamie. Well, not a lot of people, actually. Uh, a lot of directors call me Jamie, but that's not a lot of people because there's not a lot of voice actor directors. But uh, people call me Jamie, and my brother still calls me Jamie, and I love that. My sister doesn't call me. I've mentioned that before. She calls me James now. When I was in third grade, there was a TV show out called The Bionic Woman, and it was a spinoff of a TV show called The Six Million Dollar Man. Now, The Six Million Dollar Man's name was Steve Austin, played by Lee Majors, and The Bionic Woman was his uh, girlfriend, uh, fiance, and then things went terribly wrong, and they both got bionic parts, and... (laughs) You know, the big story there. I loved The Bionic Man. And uh, I thought The Bionic Woman was a pretty cool show too. Here's the deal. Steve Austin was uh, with Jamie Summers. Now my brother, my big brother, Steve, his name is Steve. So he was Steve and I was Jamie. So kids at school would tease me. And I stopped going in third grade. I stopped going by Jamie because that show was really popular and people started calling me Jamie Summers, which, you know, I didn't, I didn't like because go figure. And so I became James from that point on. And that's when I realized, oh, great. Now I'm calling myself James Taylor. (laughs) And for those of you that maybe are too young or don't really know, James Taylor is a singer, a very, very, very famous singer, a wonderful singer. And uh, you would know his music, I'm sure, anytime you're out and about and you're in stores and things and you hear music playing, you would hear a James Taylor. In fact, today, as I was walking into the grocery store, James Taylor was singing, uh, whenever I see your smiling face, I have to smile myself because I love you. Yes, I do. And uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's one of his songs. Um, Isn't it amazing a man like me can feel this way? Tell me how much longer it'll grow stronger every day. Anyways, can't sing too much of it because then, you know, they'll want me to pay rights or something, right? But uh, yeah, what is the name of that song? Oh, anyways, a um, lot of James Taylor songs. So ever since third grade, then I stopped getting called, being called Jamie Summers, which wouldn't have lasted probably more than a few months and I decided to name myself James, my real name, James, and deal with James Taylor jokes the rest of my life. So no matter where I go, even, yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost a daily occurrence in my life where somebody comments, oh, James Taylor. Now, the neat thing about all of you that are part of the James Arnold Taylor podcast, the, the JATCAST fellowship, I call it a fellowship for all of you because we all have a goal here to be better people to pursue better living and to not just uh, hear about fun things. Because, yes, if you're new to the show, you're like, when's he going to just do Obi-Wan Kenobi? Well, I'll do Obi-Wan Kenobi right here. Anakin, you must be mindful of the force. Um, but, uh, and Jedi Master Plo Koon. And um, Johnny Test, totally awesome. And Fred Flintstone, uh, post Phony Pemmel cereal, part of this good breakfast. Yabba-dabba-doo! Or Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. Hey, Clank, is that Quark over there? Quark, cut it out. Um, or listen to my story. 
uh, Titus from Final Fantasy. Sure, there's all those voices. Those are the voices I do as a as a voice actor. I'm also the voice of uh, Hiccup Haddock on uh, How to Train Your Dragon stuff. Whenever Jay Baruchel, the actor that played him in the movies uh, and such, is not available, then I fill in and Toothless, let's go, come on, and uh, and it's very cool. I was uh, I was voicing some of uh, Hiccup earlier today, as a matter of fact, over at DreamWorks. DreamWorks is a wonderful studio, great place. I'm going to drink a little. Are we all drinking water? Okay. Here's the deal. If you are new to the show, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. It's a, it's a goofy show. It's me talking to me. All the voices are me. I don't hide it. All the characters, Hank. Hey, Hank. Yeah. You, you say it's you, but that's actually me. No, it's me. No, it's you. No, it's me. I mean, yes. That's like duck season, rabbit season. Duck season. Rabbit season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Fire. Okay, and then Billy comes in like, "Oh no, I almost fun say, I'm sorry, fellas. I'm I'm a vegetarian." <laughs> so all the voices are me, and I switch back and forth. There is no editing. There's no fancy editing. I don't go in and voice one voice and then come in and voice the next voice. I just switch back and forth. As a voice actor, that's what you do, and uh, or at least that's what I've done and always done in my career, uh, 34 years in this business of doing voices. But one thing I do all the time too is drink water. That's good water. And after we drink some water here, we say that's good water. Hey, hey, hey. And thank you. Thank you to people like uh, last last week's episode. We talked Michael. Was it Michael. That's good water, Michael. Keep drinking it, buddy. You're doing it, man. Love that story. Go back and listen to the uh, episode uh, before this one if you all don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, um, we have a fellowship here. We have folks here that are are on the goal of bettering their lives. Okay, and that's what I try to do. That's what I try to help with. I'm somebody that has made a beautiful living as a voice actor following my dreams. Grew up with none of that. Grew up poor family, single mom, raising three kids on her own, living in one-bedroom apartments and not having a lot, a lot of hand-to-mouth and uh, living in a very, very prominent town in uh, by the name of Santa Barbara growing up that is full of rich people. and We were in the uh, slums. But I had a dream to be a voice actor and pursued it with a passion and an addiction. Uh, that's the only, it's, been, it's really the only thing I've ever been addicted to outside of God. And that's another, that leads me to the other part of me, who I am, what I'm about. I'm a Christian. I don't uh, make any bones about it. I talk about my faith on this show very openly, but I talk about it in a way that hopefully allows all of you to just see what a Christian is like and what they're about, doing their best not to judge anybody and not to condemn anybody and not to, uh, you know, do anything that is outside of the good graces of God. And that's my job. So what we do here is we drink some water. We do some deep breathing. We tell ourselves some positive affirmations. That's how we start the show. And my goodness, we're already like, gosh, almost about 15 minutes or so into the show. And I haven't done that yet. So what you need to do to get yourself ready for the James Arnold Taylor podcast, get yourself a big glass of water, get yourself a bottle of water, get yourself a, uh, you know, a jug of water, whatever it is, sip that water throughout this show. Okay. Why? Because water is a life source. Water is better than soda. Water is better than coffee. Water is better than all the junk we put into our bodies. Water is going to help you establish your uh, health. Okay. It's the basics. We're starting on the basics here, baby. So drink some water while you listen to the show. I want you to drink a whole, I would love you to have like, you know, 16 ounces of water at least while listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. 
some of you like ice and stuff, fine. Go ahead, put ice in it. But as a voice actor, if you want to be a voice actor, I'm going to tell you, don't put ice in it. Have room temperature water or warm water, or, you know, you could have a little tea. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm not drinking just, I've been drinking a lot of tea lately. Why? We're getting into the fall and stuff. And I've been doing uh, some fasting and stuff. And uh, I'm drinking some mint tea. It's a new, new tea that I got. I drink organic teas. There's uh, several brands I drink, and so I'm drinking some mint, some peppermint tea, and it's, ooh, is that lovely? That's nice. Peppermint's nice. So you could have a little tea while you're listening to the show. Here's the other thing you're going to do. You're going to breathe deep. Why? Why is breathing important? It's also a backbone of our being healthy and, and, and getting into a good positive state of mind. Hydrating our, our body and our brains. Do me a favor, man. Going back to the water for a second. Drink a bunch of water for a day or two, and then look at your skin in the mirror the next day you're going to look better. It's actually going to look better. It's weird. You get dark circles under your eyes and stuff. You drink enough water and you're like, uh, forgive the expression, you're going pee a lot. <laughs> you're going to the bathroom a lot and, and you know, a little tinkle uh, because you're drinking so much water. Because a lot of people go, James, I don't want to drink that much water. Then I got to go to the bathroom all the time. That's fine. That's good. You're cleansing your system. That's what you want to do. Okay. And then look at your face. Look at your skin. You know how you can tell if you're hydrated or not? You know this trick? Uh, put out your hand, put out, say, you know, put out your right hand and then with your left hand, your thumb and your, your um, pointer finger, grab some of the skin on the top of your hand, pull it up and then release it and see how quickly it goes back. If it snaps back real quick, then you're hydrated. If it goes back real slow, you need to drink some more water. And guess what? Even me with all the water I drink is a little slow today. So I'm going to drink some more. Oh man. Good stuff. It's important to hydrate our bodies. It's important to breathe. Breathing is a huge part of it, my friends. I'm a voice actor. I'm, I'm all about the voice and being able to perform and do voices. So and breathing is very important to me. So I learned to deep breathe. I deep breathe all the time throughout my day. When you're, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're doing nothing, you're sitting at your desk, you're working or you're driving in the car, deep breathe, man. Don't, don't do it to where you get dizzy uh, if you're new to it. If you're new to it, do it when you wake up in the morning. Well, do it when you wake up in the morning anyways. Big, uh, like four, count to four in your head, breathing in air through your nose for four, a count of four. Hold it for seven, a count of seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Then blow it out for a count of eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so we're going to do that together now. Ready? We're going to take in for a count of four. We're going to hold for a count of seven. We're going to blow out for a count of eight. And when we take in the air, you're going to think positive thoughts. You're going to envision breathing in goodness and mercy and grace and peace and joy and happiness and all the things in your life that have made you happy. Think of them. If it's a friend, if it's a child, if it's a loved one, if it's a, a, an experience you had, if it's a really good meal, <laughs> whatever it is, baby, that gets you through, breathe that in with positive thoughts. If it's the Lord, like I do, then God bless you. That's awesome. Here we go. We're going to take it in for four. We're going to hold it for seven. We're going to blow it out for eight. Ready? Here we go. I do this all the time, every day. And even when I did that just then, I felt so much tension just release in my body. Do this all the time. Yes, I'm pounding this into your heads if you're listening to this show. Why? 
It's the little things that are going to help you. Why? Because so many of us suffer from anxiety, depression, just stress, and we're not doing the things we shallow breathe through our day. How do you know if you're a shallow breather? Take a nice big breath and see how hard it is to do. If it's hard to do that, you're shallow breathing most of the time. Drink a lot of water. And if you're like, well, got water and everything, then you're not drinking enough. Okay. But if you're like, oh, give me coffee, coffee dehydrates you. Guess what? Coffee dehydrates you. Alcohol dehydrates you. Sodas can dehydrate you. Sodas are fattening. Sodas have chemicals in them. Sodas are bad for you. Sparkling water. You know, some people ask me, what about sparkling water? Sparkling water is fine, but it is a carbonated beverage. It is not the best thing in the world, but I do think that it is a great start. If you're somebody that's been like addicted to sodas for a long time uh, and you go, I'm going to drink Perrier or I'm going to make my own. See, we have our own sparkling water maker at, at the Taylor house and we make our own sparkling water. It's fine. That's great. Do what you have to do to drink enough water. If you can drink 32 ounces of sparkling water all day because you like you know, you're used to drinking a bunch of Coca-Colas or something. Do that, man. And you're like, ah, oh, it tastes bad. But put a little lemon in it, okay? Go get a little stevia. Stevia is a, a good sweetener. And you can get flavored stevias and put a couple drops. All you need is a couple drops in there because stevia is very powerful. And and you've made yourself a little soda, you know, uh, your own little soda. Get a little cranberry juice. Cranberry juice is great for uh, the body and the urinary tract and all that. Put a little cranberry juice in there. Put a little, you know, put a little apple juice in there if you want with sparkling water. You can, you can get crazy. I like lemon. You can put lemon lime. You can make your own Sprite. Okay. These things are cheaper then too. Just go buy, you know, next time you're at the store, buy a lemon, buy, buy a bag of lemons, buy a bag of lime. Some of you might have uh, trees with it. You know, you put some orange in there. If you like orange juices, I'm, I'm a little allergic to oranges. I can't really do it. So, uh, and the, uh, the acidity of them uh, kind of gets me. So I don't do that, but you can squeeze some of that into some sparkling water. All right hot water and put some lemon in there. You could put a little, little bit of honey, a little spoon, a little, little teaspoon of honey or something in there. Don't put sugar in. Okay. Don't put white refined sugar. Blech. Hydrate that body, deep breathe, and then think positive thoughts. Okay. Oh, that's good water. It's good tea. Think positive thoughts. Yeah, James, but you know, it's tough. I know it's tough. That's why I'm saying, think them. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of your last win, your last big win, the last big thing you did that was like, yeah. Can you think about that with me right now? Can you? Can we do that? Think about it. When was the last time you were like, yes, I really, I accomplished something. It all went as planned. It was great. Can you think about that? I want you to now... Make a goal today by the end of the day. And you can do it if you're you you know if you're able to do it while you're listening to this, great. But if you're not because you're driving or something or working out, a lot of you working out, God bless you, good for you. I know uh, Jat uh, Fellowship uh, listener here, Megan, she works out and listens to the Jat cast. God bless you, Megan. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down that win. That when I say a win, you know, W-I-N, like something that you won at, something you that you feel. I don't mean like a contest. I mean like something that you did where you achieved something and you felt like, yes, that's a win for me. That's a, you know, that's a bonus. That's a good thing. That's something that got me to the next level in my life, in my dreams, in my goals, in my day to day. What was it? Write it down. Look at it. Breathe it in. That's who you are. Because here at the James Arnold Taylor Podcast, I believe in you. I know you are more than just the circumstances, mistakes, and problems in your life. 
I know you're more than that. You're a living, breathing soul that is beautiful and blessed if you will allow yourself to be. If you will allow God to bless your heart and to bless your mind and to bless your soul that way, let him in. You are beautiful and blessed, whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not. So when was that last win? When was that last big win? When was that last big thing you did where you're like, yes, can you think about it? I keep asking it because some of you may go, I don't know. I just don't know. James, I don't know. Here's what I want to say to you. I get it. Okay. I get it. I'm not pushing you in a way that's like, come on, man. Come on. I'm pushing you in a way like, come on, buddy. You got this. What was my last big win? See, I look at things differently now because I've lived this for so long of this positive thinking and such. My last big win was turning on this microphone to get to talk to all of you. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I I love this. I love helping you. I love that there are people that have felt lost, alone, unsure, and then listen to this show and write me letters going, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good about a lot of things that I was uncertain of. Or, you know what? I don't have it figured out, but I like listening to this because you make me feel better. And I like knowing that somebody believes in me. And guess what, man? I do. I pray for every person that is listening to this. You go, well, you don't have all our names. No, I don't have everybody's name. (laughs) It's, It's thousands and thousands of people. But I'm praying for every single one of you. You know, and again, wacky Christian boy, James, I say prayers. God, please, regularly, God, please bless all my listeners, all the folks, all the dear souls that listen to my show, that take the time to listen to my show and hear me do the goofy voices and to say a bunch of positive, goofy stuff. Please bless them. Please bless their finances. Please bless their health. Please help them with their, their lives and the places where they're going. Yeah, James, well, I haven't felt any of that yet. Give it time, okay? Take it in, be open to it, be open to accept it. If you're not somebody that believes in God, be open to accept that the fact that I am and I'm praying for you and accept that go, you know what? I don't believe the way he believes, but he does. So I'll accept what he's putting out there for me. And then maybe just maybe someday you'll give it a shot too. I'm praying for a win. I'm praying for health for all of you. I'm praying for health of your, your family members. As I mentioned before, there's many of you whose family members, you know, Eric, I'm praying for you, buddy. Dave, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your dad. Josh, I'm praying for you. Tiffany, I'm praying for you. Andrea, I'm praying for you. Sandra, I'm praying for you. William, praying for you. So many of you. So many of you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. Praying for all of you. Laura, I'm praying for you. Jerry, I'm praying for you. Tim, I'm praying for you. I I know people we'll get something out of this. I know you're going to get a little charge out of this. Okay, so I'm praying for you. That's what we do here at the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. We think positive so you can too. See, you thought I was going to say, so you don't have to. That's not true. You do have to. That's the whole point. You're part of my fellowship. You know, the Lord of the Rings, they had a fellowship. A group of varied souls, dwarves and elves and humans and all sorts of different people coming together. So we've got a whole fellowship here of all sorts of different people. We got Christians, we got atheists, we got Mormons, we've got 
Buddhists, we've got, you know, uh, Muslims, we've got Jewish folks. We've got all sorts of people coming together in this fellowship to listen, to hopefully be encouraged, to hopefully be a little entertained and to hopefully take their lives to a new level through positive living and thinking. And it's not just a bunch of talk. It's not, I'm trying to give you tools. So what are my tools? First off, we are starting with those basics. We're hydrating our body. We're thinking positive thoughts when we're doing that. We are we are pushing ourselves a little further to do the things that we don't normally want to do so we can become that much more that we do want, okay? We're deep breathing. Hopefully we're stretching and exercising. And then we're saying positive things. We're writing down our goals. We're writing down our dreams. We're weeding out the ones that are impossible. We're weeding out the ones that are selfish. We're weeding out the ones that are egotistical. We're weeding out the ones that aren't eventually really gonna help us in any way. We are staying positive. We are remembering that people have gone before us and done it, okay? I want to look, I want to pull up some stuff today. I was thinking, so if you've ever seen my show, my stage show, James Arnold Taylor's Talking to Myself, this is the podcast Talking to Myself. I have a stage show that I've done for uh, 10 years now, all over the world, all over the world, Japan, Ireland, England, uh, all throughout the United States. I've done this thing everywhere. And I love doing it. And at the end of the show, I have this whole thing that shows a bunch of quotes from a bunch of very famous people. And I do it to encourage people. So one of them is, believe life has a purpose and a meaning and you'll find those promises everywhere you look. Talking about those promises in life. Yeah, now that quote is from me. <laughs> That's my own. But throughout this show, I have these quotes I want to share some of these with you today. I want to encourage you as you think about when was the last big thing you did that was really successful, or as I was calling it, a win. This one is from Norman Vincent Peale. It says, in every difficult situation is potential value. Do you get that? In every difficult situation that you're going through, there is potential value. What does that mean? Well, that means you can build strength from it. You can be, as I've said for years, and I say that on the show regularly, this is strength training. When you are struggling, when you're going through something hard, it's strength training. It's building muscles. Think about when you work out and how hard it is sometimes. And it gets easier and easier and easier. Life is not going to just get easier and easier and easier. But it will get easier to handle the things in life that aren't easy. Okay? So he says, in every difficult situation is potential value. Believe this. Then begin looking for it. Ah, there's the shift. That's what positive people, that's the difference between negative people and positive people. They believe that there is potential and value in every difficult situation they're going through. They believe that and then they start looking for it every time they hit trouble. And you know what that does? That pulls you off of the negative talk and the negative thinking and the negative cycles because we all can be victims of negativity and negative cycles and circumstances. Look, I get in, in into it too. I'm not perfect by any means in any of this. I put these things up there on my show uh, at the end of the show as an encouragement to everybody, including myself. So Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, who wrote the book, The Power of Positive Thinking, and you can if you think you can, and all these uh, books, check him out. He was, a, he was an amazing fellow. He was a pastor. He was a writer. He was a positive thinker. And he says, in every difficult situation is potential value. Believe this, then begin looking for it. What will, you know, I lost my voice to toxic mold years ago. There is so much value 
that happened in the lesson of me losing my voice and nearly ending my career and and actually also really uh, hurting my immune system and my health and 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 could have potentially taken my life if I was not careful. But there's so much value in it. I can't even begin. I can't even begin, but let me begin. <laughs> What's the what what value did I find in getting sick and losing my voice? Well, one, I found a better way to live. I found a better way to eat. I found a better way to exercise. I found a better way to uh, breathe in life. I'm on a diet that is that I've stayed on for 15 years now, which I talk about on this show quite a bit of just whole foods, no processed things, no um, processed sugars. And look, this is not. This is not some difficult diet. This is actually really basic. It's just eating vegetables, grains, proteins, clean foods. It's just very simple. It's not some big, oh, and then you do this diet with the this and the this and the this and then you change. It's not complex. It's actually very simple. And you find a balance. So if you're seeking to lose weight, you're seeking to gain your health, you're seeking, you know, whatever, just, I mean, you actually can save money this way too, because then you don't go out to eat all the time. You just make food a thing to give you health and you enjoy it. So I'll make dinner for my wife and my daughter and myself here a little bit tonight. What am I going to do? I'm going to make some grain, maybe some, some rice, some brown rice or some millet. I'm going to cut up, wash, clean some vegetables, maybe some green beans, some cabbage. I'm going to steam it. Basic. I'm going to throw some olive oil on it, throw some salt on it. This stuff we call herbamar. It's a little seasoning, which is just like a little, you know, little flavor. going to do a protein, maybe some lentil beans. I might throw some lemon, squeeze a lemon over the whole thing. Just eating healthy food. Nothing complex about it. Organic, natural foods. He said, well, organic's expensive. Fine. Eat good fruits and vegetables and whole foods. That's what I learned one thing. And then that got me my health back, but it also got me greater health in that. It also helped my daughter's health. My daughter, we adopted her when she was eight months old. We got her, we picked her up in China. She was, you know, in China, the water is terrible. So like when you visit there, you can't drink the water. You can't, you know, even when you shower in it, you can't get it in your eyes. You don't want to get it in your you know, mouth or anything. You have to be very careful. Why? Because the, the water there is not clean. It's one of the most amazing things in the world. You think about China as this huge place of manufacturing and all of that stuff. And you have to remember, it's still, it's like third world country in that regard in that the water, even in the highest end hotels is polluted. So we had to, my wife was talking to a friend about this the other day, and I forgot about this because it was, you know, 14 years ago, almost 15 years ago now, when we got our little baby love, our little Lydia Rose Taylor, and she was just, oh my God, I see, I, I want to cry thinking about how this beautiful little baby. When we first got her and held her in China, we were there for two weeks. We had to wean her off the the bad water in China. We couldn't just give her because we were drinking bottled water. So they give everybody there, you drink bottled water and stuff if you're visiting because you have to be careful. You have to cook with it. You have to clean with it. You know, uh, if you want to pour water over your head and stuff too, it's like, you know, you use that. We had to wean her off of the other water because everybody that lives there, they just have it. So they've got, you know, parasites and God knows what in their system from this terrible water that, you know, because if you are exposed to chemicals long enough, your body just gets used to it and figures out how to live. But that's not a good thing, living with that. It does affect your health and long-term and 
cancer and disease and what have you. But, you know, that's how it is in, in China. And so our little baby girl was brought up in that water for the first eight months of her life. So we had to wean her off of that water. We had to wean her off of the poison that would have affected her health long term. You see? Little bits, little bits, little bits, you know, a quarter, an eighth, a quarter of, wa- of, of, the, of the bottled water into her other water, into her bottle, you know. And then a little more, and then a little more, and then a little more, and then a little more. And then by the time we got home after those two weeks, she was able to just have just regular old water here and be okay without getting, you know, stomach upset. So because she had, because, you know, you've got to cleanse the body of that. But you, you see, this is analogous of that too. Little by little, poisons come into our life. Words, thoughts, deeds, actions, people. And little by little, the way to get rid of it is the same thing. Little by little, microevolution. You start kicking it out. You start rejecting it. You start pushing it out. You start putting in good. That's what this is all about, putting in the good. Little by little, building, building, gaining momentum. You see? And then we started, so we, and that's the other thing. So what was the potential value in me getting sick with toxic mold poisoning and uh, affecting my immune system even still to this day and all this, the sickness and the losing of work and everything that happened to me? My daughter eats healthy. My daughter has grown up eating, you know what her favorite food is? Broccoli. You know what her second favorite food is? Brussels sprouts. You know what her third favorite food is? Uh, gosh, some, name some other vegetable. She loves vegetables. She loves vegetables. She loves good fruits. She doesn't eat junk food. And it's not because we're just strict. It's because that's what we gave her. The value of something negative became something positive, right? You know, when I got sick and I found out, I studied and studied. See, I'm the type of person that goes cold turkey on things. So when I got sick and and the doctors were like, well, you got to go on this medication the rest of your life. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'll find a holistic way to do this. And I did. And then I went cold turkey, full bore. I cut everything out. No sugar, no dairy, no bread, no alcohol, you know, no, no gluten. Cut it all out and just started eating vegetables, steamed vegetables, little brown rice, you know, a uh, little piece of fish, little piece of chicken, whatever. Then eventually I became a vegan. And now I'm not a vegan anymore. I eat uh, animal products at, at, at times, but uh, animal proteins, I should say. But uh, but most of my meals, you know, so like once a day, maybe I have an animal protein. The rest of the time I have lentil beans or I have, you know, uh, seeds and nuts and things for my proteins. But I get enough proteins now and I, I get it all checked out on a regular basis. But I learned so much about whole foods and the benefit of whole foods. And so we started giving our daughter the first food we gave her that was food outside of a bottle was broccoli. We gave it to her. And you know what? It's her favorite food now. You know what comfort food is? You know, what my daughter's comfort food is. Me making a bowl of brown rice, organic brown rice, steamed kabocha squash, broccoli, cauliflower, and some steamed greens of kale or collards with flax oil or olive oil drizzled over it with a little sea salt and some uh, sauerkraut. Uh, That's the cultured vegetables, as we call it, because those have good probiotics in them and maybe some uh, lentil beans. That's my daughter's comfort food. That's her favorite meal. I know a lot of you are going to like, whoa, <laughs> give me some fried chicken. Uh, no, uh, that's her comfort food. Why? Because the difficult situation I went through got me to see better ways of living for me and my family. And my daughter has reaped all the rewards of it. So I want you all to be people that look farther than yourselves, that look 
you know, because some of you are young, some of you aren't married, some of you are, you know, uh, just starting out in life. Some of you are, are even younger than that. Here's my, here's the advice Jat's going to give you: invest, invest wisely. Don't overspend. Make a budget. Know your budget. Know how much it is. Know what you're doing. I recommend giving. I give. I tithe, as we call it. I give 10% to God right off the top of what I make. You know, if you do the math, it's a, it's astounding. If you if you properly invest and you do the math, and you're young and you're like 12 years old and you start investing, hundred dollars, hundred dollars here and there, hundred dollars, you know, a thousand bucks here and there, uh, you know, as you get older and as you get jobs and you put all of that away. And you're in your, you know, not even in your 20s yet and you're putting that money away or you start saving for college too. And, you, you know, your parents, you give it to your parents to put into a college fund. You can have tens of thousands of dollars. If you start saving a few grand on a regular basis when you're young, when you're in your 20s, you could be worth millions of dollars later in life. And what I mean by that is put it away. Don't touch it. Pretend it doesn't exist. And put it in the proper mutual funds and the proper investments. Now, I'm not an investor. I can't give you any advice. I'm not giving you advice. I'm just telling you what the facts are, what the experts say. And again, as I've said on this show, and I've, I've been saying it, I've been singing the praises uh, for a while now uh, of Dave Ramsey and uh, his his podcast. Listen to Dave Ramsey, man. It'll change your life. It's changed mine. It'll change your life. If you're young people right now listening to James Arnold Taylor podcast, I want you to know the importance of of money. Of, of of proper investments and a budget. Understand. I've been listening to this podcast it's called Borrowed Future right now about the student loan crisis for people going to college and borrowing money. And it's, it's devastating. It breaks my heart. So I just, I want you all to, you know, if you get a chance, uh, go on iPod, uh, Apple Podcasts and stuff, check out Borrowed Future. It's a uh, Dave Ramsey, uh, Ramsey Solutions and all those folks put it out. It's an amazing, amazing uh, eight-part podcast about the student loan crisis. It'll change change your life, change your thinking. That is, is so uh, those things affected my life. Getting sick affected my life in a way that I never could imagine. The other thing, when I got sick from toxic mold poisoning, it affected my brain. It affected my, it gave me anxiety, it gave me depression, it gave me panic, it gave me stress. Uh, I went and sought counseling help to talk, you know, talk therapy on that which helped tremendously. Don't ever let anybody tell you talk therapy is a bad thing. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing. It's an important thing. If you're going through stuff and you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. If you can't afford to talk to somebody, go to your local church. Start talking to the pastor. Start talking to the, you know, the, the talk to the youth pastors. If you're a young person and you're not in church, but you want to talk to somebody and you're curious, you know, get involved. Find out about the local church. Your parents, you know, here's the other thing. Your parents very well, even if they don't believe, they may go, sure, you want to go to a church and check out the youth group and stuff? That's fine. Get get in with some folks that can give you good advice, godly advice, godly counsel, wisdom, but also giving you that ability to talk out your problems. Talk out your problems, okay? But let me say, having said all of that, always share with your parents. I mean, if you can talk to your parents first and foremost, that is it. But if you're saying, oh, I want to talk to somebody, go with them, have them. They have to vet the person. It has to be approved. You cannot just do this on your own. I'm not encouraging that. I'm saying, make sure you have parental supervision. Make sure that they know what you're doing, where you're going, what you're doing. Okay. But if you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. All this stuff helps. If I had not gone to talk therapy and talked out some of this stuff and tried to figure out the the places in my life that were bringing me panic and anxiety after getting sick from toxic mold. Again, difficult situation. Norman Vincent Peale says, in every difficult situation is potential value. 
I uh, believe this, then begin looking for it. So I started looking for it. What did I start finding? I started going, well, I need to understand this. Why do I feel this when I think about my father? Because my father and I never had a relationship. Guess what? That led to the therapist talking to my father, reaching out to him. Guess what my father then admitted? I don't think he's my kid. Okay, this is heavy stuff. Sorry, I know some of you listen with your kids and everything. So I'll, I'll try to keep this short. But basically, and end result is he was right. I wasn't his kid. I found out at 42 years old, the person I thought was my father, my entire life was not my father. I was lied to my entire life about who my father was. And it was kept from me and it wasn't going to be told. But a DNA test proved it. Now, that's a whole other story. And there's a whole lot of drama that went on in that and still going on in some ways. But I wake up every morning now knowing who I actually was. There's potential value in a difficult situation. Know that the things that have beat you up and kicked you down and all that and stuck you in the dirt in your life, I'm going to guarantee you that if, if you are somebody that is alive and living and breathing and, and smiles every once in a while and is listening to this podcast, you have been able to find some value and some, some potential in yourself. And that means that whatever kicked you down has also built you up. So look to that. So what are the wins in your life? See, you may have been thinking at the beginning of this episode, the wins in my life. Oh, well, that time I won that trophy or whatever. Or, oh, that time I, I got that raise at work for doing this thing. But you wouldn't have been thinking, oh, that time I got really sick and nearly died. Oh, that time that I lost somebody. Oh, that time that uh, that money was stolen from me. Oh, that time that, you know, this happened or that happened or but guess what? I bet you if you look at the potential of you in your life and who you are because you're listening to the show, because if you're listening to the show, you're somebody that believes. And if you believe, I believe in you and you have potential. And if you do, then I'm guessing right now, the things that have beat you up the most have given you the most value in your life and who you are right now as a person, as a human being, and even probably why you're listening to this because you're seeking more. And if you're brand new to this show and thought I was just going to do a bunch of voices, that's great, man. That's cool. Welcome aboard. Join the fellowship. Get on board. Start looking at your life and see how you can make positive changes in your life for the better. So by the end of this year or the year to come, 365 days from now, you can look at your life and the growth and the potential that you have that you never knew you had. Why? Because you're believing differently. Why? Because you're rebuilding your thought process. Why? Because you're rebuilding how you eat and drink and think and breathe. Why? Because you're listening to this show and every single show I get on, I do a couple of funny voices, but then the one thing I do is I say, drink some water. Okay. I'm your big brother. I'm reminding you. I'm, I'm looking out for you. I believe in you. I'm taking care of you. Drink some water, buddy. Breathe. Let's take some big, deep breaths. Breathe. Let's think about the tough stuff and let's think about the good stuff. And let's think about how much we've accomplished in life. Oh, and by the way, I believe in you. I'm praying for you. God loves you. He died for you. And that's not a guilt trip. That's a amazing thing. Think about your favorite movies. Think about why you love them. Oh, I love the Avengers. And spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about the Avengers uh, last movie here. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it and you don't know the ending yet, then, you know, jump ahead 15 seconds on the podcast or 30 seconds. Hit the little jump ahead button. Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He sacrificed himself for the greater good. Guess what? Somebody, a real person actually did that too. And it was God incarnate. 
named Jesus, and he did that, and he sacrificed. That's why we all love these Avengers movies. We love all these shows. That's why we love Final Fantasy. That's why we love all the games and the things and the characters I play and do. Why? Obi-Wan, all these characters, because they sacrifice themselves for the greater good. Guess what? You know what all that's based on? An actual fact of somebody that actually did that 2,000 years ago for our souls now, and still, every single day, while we are living in this world and we're thinking the worst of ourselves and other people... He died for all of that and took it away. And if you're willing to take that in, accept that God loves you enough to take away the sin and the hurt and the pain and all the stuff in your life. If you can believe for even a moment, because I am telling you, it is the truth, the absolute most important truth that you will ever hear in your life, that God loves you and that he died for you. In fact, to show you how much he loves, he sacrificed his own son, his own child for you, for you, not the person next to you, although he did for them too, but I'm talking specifically to you, every single person individually he gave for you, for you. This is so important. I don't know how to press the value of what I'm giving you right now in saying, please understand. It's not about going to church. It's not about saying the right things. It's not about all that stuff. It is about accepting the fact that God actually exists and he really did this for you because he loves you. And that's it because love is the most important thing. You, We all have love in us. Feel that love for a second, whether it's for a dog, for a cat, for a person, for a bike, for a car, for a possession, whatever it is. Feel what love feels like in your heart. You know it's real. No matter who you are, what you believe, you know love exists. Even if you think we came from the sludge and there is no God, you know there's love. That love is real. That is God. And he has it for you. And he gave so much to take away all the guilt, all the shame, all the disgrace, all the violation, all the pain, all the hurts other people put on you, everything. He gave it all up. He took it all on to save everyone. Not just me, not just you, everyone, but each of us individually. Wow. Blow your mind. Death Star. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry that I have to say I'm sorry, but I don't want to lose anybody on this show. This is my belief system, and I felt it to the core of my being, and I know it to the core of my being. And you may feel the absolute opposite of that and go, James, I know without a doubt there is no God. You, you could say that. And so if you do, that's why I say I'm sorry because I don't want to lose anybody. I don't want anybody to stop listening to this show because of my beliefs and my desire for you all to just understand and know what I believe and perceive and know to be the truth. I'm not apologizing for it and I'm not saying, well, this is my truth. No, it's what I believe. I mean, I can't put it on other people because I honestly can't. I can't make you believe what I believe, but I can tell you what I believe and show you how absolutely passionate I am about it. And the proof is, every moment I breathe, I mean, the, the miracles God has given me today are astounding. I had a job earlier today. My wife made a bank deposit today of, of income that will help us pay our bills. You know, I, I'm just so grateful. I'm, I'm in my home. I'm so grateful. 
I have a voice. I'm so grateful. I flip on the, the switch to do this podcast. I'm so grateful. I have a beautiful daughter that's, that's an amazing person. I have an amazing wife. I have amazing friends. And I have an amazing fellowship of people here that will take the time to sit and listen to me go on and rant and rave about Jesus, 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 and find your potential and believe and be happy and be positive and all that. I love you all for it. This show started as one thing, it's turned into another thing, and now I can't get away from it. What it is, is, is that it's a show that just, I'm grateful for the opportunities to share with you all the way I think and believe. That's all this show is. That's all this show is, is me talking about who I am and what I believe. It's me talking to me. It's me talking to myself. It's me talking through what I believe and why I believe it. Because I've seen beautiful and wonderful things. Because if I lose something in my house, and I get frustrated about it and I go, come on, man, come on. And I can't find it. I never find it. But if I stop, I get on my knees, I see a brief prayer and I say, Lord, it'd just be really great if I could find this thing. If you can just help me out, give me grace, give me peace, give me wisdom, give me knowledge, help my mind, Holy Spirit, which lives in me. They see, if you're a Christian, you believe in the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Right. The, the Holy Spirit is what Jesus left behind when he, when he went back up to heaven after dying and then rising again, coming back to life. If you believe in that, that's what I believe in, okay? Sorry if you don't, but I'm telling you what I believe. And the Holy Spirit lives in me and guides me. So if I lose something and I just razzamazza, frazzamazza, I never find it. If I lose something and I go, Lord, help me out, I find it usually within two minutes. I'm not making this up and I'm not saying, well, that's just from, but you know what I mean? And somebody can say, well, that's just because, you know, you believe in, and God is your kind of, you know, your little booster thing. And it, it, it he's your positive little, you know, um, trinket. No, no, I serve him. He doesn't serve me. He's not my cosmic butler. I ask him for help. He gives me help. I think about things and then later I can be driving and turn on the radio and somebody will say the exact thing I was thinking of. And answer the question that I was wondering and asking. Those are all sorts of little ways God does it. But the other, the big ways, how do the big ways? The big ways are, he's shown me who I am, what I am. As this person, I am not a perfect human being in any way, shape, or form. I mess up all the time. I get overly angry about things that are injustices. Oh, injustice really burns me up. Oh man, it makes me mad. Injustice. For anybody. And I don't care if they believe differently than me on a spiritual level, a political level, a human being level, doesn't matter. If there is injustice that has been served for them, I am passionately, adamantly opposed to the whoever has done it to them. I, I Judgment, ugh, yuck, I've been judged. You know, people judge me all the time. It's, it's, it's interesting. People judge you all the time. We all get judged all the time. But do we judge back? That's the trick. And you know what? Yes, we do. We do. We do. I do. And then I catch myself and I go, whoa, 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 whoa. And if I'm accountable only to me because I don't believe in a God or anything like that, then it, it, it just can't hold up. But when I'm accountable to God and I give it up to him and I say, oh, God, look, I'm sorry, I'm judging and all of this. I, I receive benefits that I can't explain that are have nothing to do with me fruits of of living and loving and following the way christ did follow me when i give in that way you don't believe me just give it a shot just say 
okay, James believes in you, Jesus. I, I don't know if I do. You got to be willing though. So if you really are real, I want to believe in you. I'm willing to be willing. If you're willing to be willing, he is there for you. Okay. If you're not willing, you know, you can sit there and go, well, I, I did what James said, you know, and asked him and nothing happened. It's like, well, you got to be willing to be willing if you're, or just willing. Willing is great. But if you're, you know, there's a, there's a wonderful story in the Bible where a man comes to Jesus with his son and, and his son is, needs healing. And, and Jesus says, I, I can heal him if you believe. And the, and the father says, Lord, I believe, please help my unbelief. Meaning, yeah, I want to believe. Man, I want to believe. Will you please help me? Because I don't even have what it takes to believe that I can believe in you. But I want to. <laughs> oh. So believe. Find the potential value in every difficult situation you have. Sorry, I'm off on a big tangent, but not really. That's just the very first quote in, I don't even know how many quotes I have in here, 15 or so quotes that I have in the show. And look at this. We're already at an hour into the podcast. Look what happens when I just go and start talking to myself. In every difficult situation is potential value. Believe this, then begin looking for it. Start looking for the potential value. Find those wins that you didn't think were wins. Okay. Oh, I lost my job, but, oh, oh, but you know what I found? I found that what I really want to do is this or, oh, you know what I found? I found that my kid has been wanting to do this and now I can help them when I get that new job or, you know, what have you. I, I you know, look, I can't fix everybody's situation. I can't fix anybody's situations, but I can give you tools to help you get in a mindset that will help yourself. That's what this all, the, the self-help movement, which a lot of it is hooey. Look, a, a lot of it is a bunch of, you know, fancy words and positive and let's think positive and isn't it wonderful and think happy thoughts. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying sometimes you're going to get down, but guess what? When you do, find the potential value in it. It's there, okay? And you got stuff like this to listen to, to inspire you and to encourage you. Find those moments. Remember to smile. Smile. We talked about this in the last couple of podcasts. Smile. Okay? If you're not smiling right now, do me a favor. Smile. I'm going to smile. Okay? When, when you're a voice actor, uh, you know, I've been a voice actor 34 years. And that's the one thing, uh, working in radio and stuff too, is when you're reading a commercial. So if I'm reading a commercial for a product or whatever, I'll just take this Norman Vincent Peale quote. And I'll say it. And so they would say like, you know, if because I just need something to read here. And so when you're reading copy, as we call it, copy is your script. They, the uh, director, a lot of times will say, make sure we hear your smile. Okay. So if I read this in every difficult situation is potential value. Believe this, then begin looking for it. Okay. There was no smile in my, now listen to me reading that smiling. In every difficult situation is potential value. Believe this, then begin looking for it. You hear the difference? Smile. Smile, you know, smile when you can't smile. It's going to help. Because when you can get no deeper, you can only go up from there and you have to start with something. Drink some water. Breathe deep. Say something positive. Believe. Breathe in goodness. If you can't think of your own happy thoughts, think of somebody else's happy thoughts, okay? Think of mine. Okay? 
You've got this. You've got this. I believe in you. Let's go. Let's see. What else we got? What's the next quote? The next quote is, there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. Anybody know who wrote that? If you just said Albert Einstein, you're correct. Albert Einstein, one of the smartest people on the planet, said, there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. And I would agree with that. And it goes back to my God talk. Look, look at a tree. It's a miracle. Look at a building made by man. That's a, it's a modern miracle. It's a modern marvel. I look at the microphone I'm talking into that makes this possible. I think about this. We take all this stuff so for granted that you're driving down. You could be driving. You could be at your desk or whatever, listening in earbuds. Some of them are wireless. The, the amount of technology, the miracles that are all around us that we take for granted. Go outside, look in the sky, wait for an airplane to pass over. There are hundreds of people in this gigantic thing that you could never lift that is flying in the air. <laughs> Pick up your phone, your smartphone. It is more powerful than the computers that sent a man to the moon 50 years ago when I was born. In 1969, July of 1969, they landed on the moon a couple days before I was born. Your smartphone contains more data and more power than the processors of the computers that filled an entire room to send those guys to the moon. Miracles are all around us. But you could, you could go, eh, no, whatever. I've seen it all. It's no big deal. It just is. It just is what it is. Everything is what it is. So that's one way, as though nothing is a miracle. The other is what I was just saying, as though everything is a miracle. Okay? And if you live as though everything is a miracle, what happens? You start to feel a little more positive and happy because you start to see the beauty in it all. You start to see the love in it all. Am I getting through? Am I making a point? Are you getting this? Love this life even when you hate it, okay? Because here's the thing. I am so sorry from the bottom of my heart, everybody that is going through hard stuff. Because you could go, James, where's the miracle? Where's the good if, you know, my family member is sick and they're gonna, you know, they, they may pass away. Where's the miracle? You know, we all pass away. So it will happen to all of us at some point. What we do with the time that we have, that's what matters. That's where we line ourselves up to see miracles. That's where we line ourselves up to feel love, to enjoy the time. My wife's parents both have passed away. They're both gone. They've gone home, as I say as a Christian, they've gone home to the Lord. And I believe that with all my soul. And they were wonderful people. And they, it, it's really hard and sad, but at the same time, the miracles are the absolute joy of my memories of them and all they did for me. They were not my parents. They were, I married into their, their lives, but I called them mom and dad and they were wonderful people and they changed me for who I am, from who I was because of their existence. I, you know, I can't go through every circumstance right now of finding the best in the darkest things, but I can say that you can, if you're willing to, and if you ask God for help, 
He will get you through the things and he will help you to the other side. I, I can guarantee that he's never let me down. I've let myself down. People have let me down. God has never let me down. And that starts with my attitude towards him and my belief in him and knowing that he's not there to persecute or harm me. And he has nothing against me. In fact, he wants nothing but the best for me. And so much so is that what, yes, as I said earlier, he gave his only son to sacrifice for me and you, all of us. So there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. Albert Einstein, pretty cool. He knew a thing or two about things. The true measure of a man is not, or a woman, the, the true, let me, let me rephrase this because it's an old quote. The true measure of a person is not how they behave in moments of comfort or convenience, but how they stand at times of controversy and challenges. The true measure of a person is not how they behave in moments of comfort and convenience, but how they stand at times of controversy and challenges. Do you know who said that? Oh boy, one of the greatest um, leaders of our time, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He knew a thing or two about uniting people, about inspiring people, about overcoming. My goodness. The true measure of a man is not how he behaves in moments of comfort and convenience, but how he stands at times of controversy and challenges. That's the actual quote. But in this day and age, I know we like to include everybody in that. So I would say of a person, but man, you have to understand when somebody says, oh, especially back in Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s time, if, if, if he said man, he meant humanity, both woman and man. We're in a different time now. I acknowledge that. And so, you know, I updated the thing to say the true measure of a person okay, is not how they behave in moments of comfort and convenience. You see, because how do we all behave when we're comfortable and we're and everything's convenient? Pretty good, huh? We don't complain. We sit back. We kick back. We don't do much. We don't get as active, you know, sometimes. But the true measure of us is how we stand when we are hit with challenges and controversy. Who are you when you're hit with challenges and controversy? I'm not always the best person. Look, I will admit, you know, my wife and daughter and I, we had a controversy. We had a big controversy this last uh, weekend. Nothing to do with any of us. Something that happened uh, within our lives around us in um, within, I, I'm not going to, it's a personal issue, so I'm not going to get into specifics, but specifically something that happened around our daughter. Um, and again, nothing she did. But it's controversy and it's challenges. And you know what? I really had to ask myself, how am I going to respond to this? How am I going to respond to this? I'm going to shake my fists and yell and scream and get angry. Am I going to try to love, love like Jesus? Now, here's the thing. People's, people will bandy that about. <clears throat> they'll, they'll say, you know, love like Jesus. Well, Jesus didn't, that doesn't mean just, oh, yes, come to me and everything's forgiven and everything's good and there's no consequences to anything you do because we just want to show the love. That's not what, that's not, that's not how Jesus loved. He called people out on their stuff. When Mary Magdalene was being threatened to be stoned and, and, and all that, they, he didn't say, now go back to prostitution. After saving her from the people that were going to stone her, you know, because he said to them, he who is without sin cast the first stone. So he called those people out and then he held her to a new accountability for her life. 
He said, go and sin no more. Don't do it anymore. There's a consequence to our actions, but I'm here to show you grace and love. Again, my goal is to give you better insight. If you're not a Christian, give you better insight of what, how, uh, how a Christian should act. And my understanding of how a Christian should act is not based on the world according to James, the Gospels according to James, but the Gospels according to the Gospels, the actual Bible, and what I read from the letters from Paul and Peter and John and, and the words of Jesus and the Old Testament as well, and Moses and Daniel and all these amazing uh, prophets of God. So my judgment comes in based on that, not on my own, but what I've learned and what I learn when I seek that. And that was my answer, by the way, to this controversy and challenge that we went through this weekend. And it was, look, it was a, again, I can't get into the specifics of it, but I can say it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Something my daughter was exposed to that was a very big deal that was not right. And the place that she was exposed to it all, uh, was a place you'd never guess it should be and it was wrong and it was a big deal. And she has to deal with seeing people around her get hurt and affected and her herself being affected by something that happened. So me as a parent, I go, whoa, 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 whoa. So what was my first reaction? My first reaction was I need to pray and I need to go to the Bible. So how do I do that? How do I do that? What I do is I look up a word. I think of a word, deception, controversy, challenge, whatever, right? I look that up in the concordance of the Bible and my Bible app. I look up those words and then that leads me, the concordance will then say, oh, well, okay, based on the word controversy, you might find the scripture in in Second Peter uh, chapter two. Oh, yes, okay. And then I read through that and I read through that and I meditate on that. What is What is he talking about in that? What does that mean? What does that look like? This is what I would hope, especially if if you're listening to this and you're a Christian and you believe in the Bible and you follow the Bible. This is how I want you to handle controversies and challenges is I want you to go there first. First off, get on your knees, pray, go, God, lead me and guide me, give me wisdom, grant me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And I don't care how old you are, okay? If you're 11 years old and you're listening to this, do this. Start now. Start doing this now. The rest of your life, man, you will have the answers. You will be able, you will be a king or a queen in handling issues, okay? Every answer to life's questions could be found in the Bible, in my opinion, and from what I have found and in my life's experience. So get on your knees, ask for wisdom, ask for knowledge, pray, believe it, believe it and receive it, that you will receive it. And then start, if you don't know where to start, go, well, what am I dealing with? I'm dealing with a lie. Okay, I'm going to look up the word lie in the back of the index of my Bible or a concordance. And I'm going to start reading scriptures that have to do with lie, that, that use the word lie. In it. And then I'm going to see what I find from them and see what kind of wisdom I can garner. Okay? This is how, this is how it works for me. This is, again, I don't ever want you to listen to this show and go, well, that guy talks a lot about a lot of things and positive thinking and drinking water and blah, 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 but he doesn't give me any practical tools. I am giving you practical tools or I'm trying to. Now, you may not agree with these tools. You may not believe that. And, you know, that's your prerogative. And, and again, I'm not like going so fine. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm saying, oh, that's, that's, that's absolutely you're, you're free to not do that. But if you're on the fence about it all, consider it because this is how I deal with it. And I'm just telling you. So I hope that these tools are practical. I hope that they work for you. I hope that they help you. 
Oh my, you know, I don't really think we're going to have enough time to go through emails this week. Um, I'm sorry, we've got uh, we've got a lot of emails, but the, if you want to send me an email, go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com, click on the chat show link, and click on the chat show link and choose a topic. And if you want it to be read on the show, click the Jatcast podcast. And if it's, you can still click that as the topic, but please choose a topic or it can be general or whatever. If you don't want it to be read on the show, you know, then you can say, please don't read this. A lot of people do that. They'll say, please don't read this part on the show, or you don't have to read this on the show. But I only use first names. I don't use last names uh, when we read the emails. And please, if you're new to the show, consider going back and listening to all the other episodes. There's over 30 episodes of the James Arnold Taylor podcast, the Jetcast. Available on my YouTube channel, available on iTunes if you subscribe to James and you can go back to past episodes and go back and listen. Give it a listen. A lot of fun. There's a lot of stuff. These shows are long and there's a lot going on in them and I talk a lot. I, I blather on and I do a lot of fun, funny voices and characters too. Usually I didn't do as many here. Go back to the first season. Listen to some of the... I interview a lot of my characters. I've interviewed Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ratchet from Ratchet & Clank, Titus from Final Fantasy, Johnny Test. I've interviewed a ton of my characters, big characters, because a lot of people now that are maybe new to the show are going, hey, you should interview Ratchet. I did. Go back to season one. Check it all out, okay? Go back there and listen and find some of those things. It's very cool. I just... I, you know, I think we should end the show because tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And maybe you're listening to this on Thanksgiving. Maybe you're listening to this weeks after. Maybe you're listening to this years after because this is, I'm talking about Thanksgiving uh, 2019. Isn't that wild that years and years and years from now, somebody will, will very well be listening to this at random, nowhere near Thanksgiving. Uh, I always say to my daughter how wild it is that, you know, when I'm dead and gone, she can go back and listen. She'll have all my all the videos on my YouTube channel. If you don't know about my YouTube channel, please subscribe. Go to YouTube, search user James Arnold Taylor or Jat Actor, J-A-T Actor. Subscribe to the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. It's all free stuff and it's just goofy videos and fun videos and inspirational videos. My entire book, Jat 365, was put on there for free. I decided I challenged myself to record. I, I made a video a day for a year and I read a page a day for a year from my book that I wrote, which is available on amazon.com. Shameless plug, please. You know, it's the holidays. If you're considering a gift for somebody, go to amazon.com and order yourself a copy of JAT 365 and give it as a gift. It is a 365 daily inspirations for the pursuit of your dreams. That's a shameless plug for my own thing. But if you don't have the money for that and you want to be inspired by James Arnold Taylor, then you can go to my YouTube channel and you can watch the book for free. Okay. And I give you advice. I ask you to fill things out. I, uh, you know, questions about your dreams and goals. So at the end of it, you have a journal of your thoughts and dreams because I don't ever want to just take from you. I want to give to you. And that's what this whole thing is about. So it is a, uh, a time of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. It's weird because I'm recording this several weeks before Thanksgiving hits. So I'm not fully in the Thanksgiving mode. And I tried to do that with the beginning of the show with uh, Hank and Billy and everybody, uh, eating the turkey and all that. But I am so thankful for all of you, each and every one of you that has made it through to the end of this very long rant about me and my life and my belief systems. And if you don't believe the way I believe, I can't thank you enough for sticking with me all these times on this podcast and just listening and just hearing. I'm fascinated. I watch documentaries on things. I, I read on things. I listen to podcasts on things. 
that are different than I believe because I'm fascinated by the way people think and react and live and do. And I want to understand things. I want to understand more than just what I understand. That's how we live and grow and become better people. So if you're sitting there doing that, listening to this and putting up with my going on about Jesus and everything, God bless you. Thank you. (laughs) I say, God bless you. You're like, well, that doesn't mean anything. But thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this fellowship. Can't thank you enough. Spread the word. Okay. Here's the way you can really uh, be thankful and show your thanks for this podcast. Spread the word. Share it with at least one person. Share it with somebody you think might like it. Somebody that might benefit from it. Have them go back to the beginning and listen from the beginning or an episode that really hit your heart first and whatever, but explain to them, you know, it changes. This show has evolved and changed. Now I am just, you know, straight up just going for the jugular on getting you all to be the best people you can be and telling you how it works for me because it works for me. Okay. It does. I wake up every day blessed and grateful for my life, even on the days when I don't feel good, even on the days when I'm dreading something coming up, even on the days when I'm not happy because I still get the blues, but I'm grateful. I have the joy of the Lord in my heart because God lives in me, not just me living here. That's what I want for all of you. So if you don't know him, give it a shot, man. Give it a shot. There's, you you know, if you don't know him, you can go to pastors like Dr. Charles Stanley or Dr. Tony Evans or um, Philip DeCourcy, Know the Truth is, uh, Know the Truth, KTT, Know the Truth. You can go to Dr. Charles Stanley's In Touch Ministry. You can go to Ransomed Heart. That's John Eldridge's ministry. You can go to Dr. Tony Evans, The Urban Alternative. These are pastors and people I listen to. And you can do the what they call the sinner's prayer and they can lead you. But um, if you're somebody like that, if you're, if you're searching, you can go to your local church and just say, I need to get right with God. And they'll walk you through that. Then get a Bible and start reading it. Like that's the gospel. I'm not trying to push it on people, but of course I'd be a silly Christian if I wasn't at least telling you about it and saying that's my hope for you because man, has it changed my life for the better. And I came from nothing and I wasn't even supposed to exist because I'm the product of an affair. I could have been aborted. I could have been whatever. I wasn't. And I know who I am and what I'm about and who I am and what I'm about is the most blessed man on the planet to do what I love and to love what I do and to love the people around me and to have this wonderful fellowship of people. So God bless you. Love you. Be well. Let's get Mr. Announcer Guy in here. Oh, Mr. Announcer Guy. Oh, yes, James. You still eating some turkey? No, I moved on to the cranberry and the yams and the yummy mm, and then the pumpkin pie. Oh, wow. Hank made all that. Well, you know, yeah, kind of. What do you mean, kind of? I bought it. Oh, you bought, so you brought some stuff, too. Yeah. All right, well, that's nice of you. Okay, Mr. Announcer Guy, put down that pumpkin pie and read the legal mumbo-jumbo for the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. You got it, man. Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of YumiGo Inc., recorded at Chat Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking Myself, the podcast, copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Thanks for that. 
Thanksgiving. Hey, hey. Okay. This is how we close the James Arnold Taylor podcast nowadays. I read a page from my book, Jat 365, and I open randomly to it. I never know which page I'm going to get to. And once again, we're going for a record here. This is like four or five times in a row that I've read a page from this. And <laughs> you, if you've listened, if you've hung on with me for the last 80 minutes, you know what today's theme was about, right? Listen to day 275 from James Arnold Taylor's book, Jat 365, that's me, that I opened to randomly and have chosen to read. It's called Back to the Future. Whoa, wait a second, Doc. Great Scott, Marty. Here's what it says. Okay, I'll read it as Marty McFly. Whoa, wait a second, Doc. Back to the Future. We should always be looking upwards positively, whether we look backwards or forwards. Our past mistakes can help our future successes. Whoa, this is heavy. That's right, Marty. And then there's a question. What mistake helped you? Okay, so if you've been listening to the show today, you know this is totally pertinent to you. I'm going to read it as me now so you can really get it. We should always be looking upwards positively. So look upwards in a positive manner. Whether we look backwards or forwards, we should be looking positively. Our past mistakes can help our future successes. This is exactly what the show has been about, right? The potential in the, in the challenges. And then I ask the question, what mistake helped you? Which is exactly what I was saying earlier in the whole concept of what? Write down a win. And then when we flipped it around and said, I don't mean just a regular win, it can be that too, but one where you didn't think it was a win and now you look back, what past mistake helped you? See, I love God. God's really funny and great to me and he's proven that he's blessing this podcast. I hope he's blessing your life as you go on with your day now after listening to me jabber on for 80 plus minutes here at the James Arnold Taylor podcast. I can't wait to do another one for you and you get to listen to that one next time. God bless you. You can do this. I believe in you. This is soul food for you, okay? Take it in. Someone believes in you. Someone's praying for you. Go get them. And then I say, <gasps> goodbye.